Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2, which overall is Episode number 26, Kyle, of our podcast. That's confusing. Oh, no, but all right. <laughs> this is Season 2, Episode 2, uh, and we're, this is over the overall umbrella of clients. Um, and today we're talking about marketing and really how much is too much. Uh, so we want to sort of dive into different ways to market, uh, how you go about it, how you get good word of mouth, and a number of other different things. We've got a few references from TED Talks books and other things like that. Hello and welcome to The Trainer's Tribe, a podcast for heart-centered fitness business owners. My name is Kyle Wood, and along with my co-host Dale Sidebottom, we'll aim to help you build a fitness business that will allow you to reach hundreds or thousands of people. There are far too many trainers out there who are just getting burnt out and fed up with the industry, but it doesn't have to be that way. With a little support and a little heart, we can create an industry to be proud of. I know when we talk to clients, or we even talk to ourselves, we're having a good chat about this before, how much is too much? You know, How, how do you know when you're doing too much, when you're not doing enough? How do you know it? And, and I suppose you'll probably never know the correct formula or what works best, but um, trial and error, I suppose, is yeah. where we're going to go with today. And um, I think that's probably why a lot of people struggle with marketing because there is no, like, there's a lot of stuff you can learn, but there's not really a rule book that someone can just hand you yeah. and be like, do exactly this and this is guaranteed to work for you. And if anyone's telling you that, like, they're, they're selling you something, they're full of it because it, it Especially with a business, we talked a lot about last episode, community, how it's like very much personal reflection on you and your brand. Yep. The, the way you market is, is going to change depending on you and your brand as well. Correct. So, anyway, sorry, interrupt. No, no, no. And I, I suppose, as you said, like we think we've found the right formula for planning sessions and creating yeah. fun and teamwork and stuff like that. And we, we swear by that, but with marketing... We were just talking about them. We still actually have no idea, you know. And it, oh, it changes. I mean, well, yeah. I'll talk later about even depending on where you're based in, in the world. world. Yep. Um, yeah. And and like I'm still the same. I I've tried everything, you know. So what marketing works best for you? So I've tried Facebook. I haven't tried Instagram yet. I do a lot of posts on Instagram through a page, you know, and use hashtags and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I've done a couple of mail drops, particularly flyers, stuck flyers up in coffee shops. Mm-hmm. I've put flyers in letterboxes. I've done posters at sports clubs, um, and I've tried Google Ads. Mm-hmm. I've tried all this, uh, and I suppose the best way that I found out what worked is um, I'd do one at a time, and I'd see what was my interest like. Um, and for majority of those, uh, it was zero. So for my mm-hmm. flyer drops, I've got nothing. Posters, nothing. Uh, my mail really? drops, nothing. Facebook ads, I think I got one, but I would have spent close to six, seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So you think about that's quite a lot for one client. I don't even know if I've still got him. I don't think <laughs> I do. Uh, and then the one that I've invested all my time into now and money, and this is the big thing, is trial and error. Find one, find one that works for you, yeah. and then invest in that. And yeah. uh, for me, it's been Google Ads. Mm-hmm. You know, setting up a really a, a basic website that explains what we do. It's got images of the training sessions. It's fun. It's got the times. It's got a contact session. It's really, really simple. Mm-hmm. All right. And then 
I have made a landing page for each of my groups. So my Richmond, my St. Kilda, if people want to do personal training. So once they click on the Google ad, it goes straight to that specific page. So they want to be my Richmond Bootcamp. Mm-hmm. It's got the information about the times and down below it's just got a contact page and that goes straight to my email. So uh, for me, that works best. And why, and I know we've mentioned this before, but people go on Google now with a clear thing in their mind. They want to find a boot camp in this area yeah, or they want a personal trainer in this yeah. area. Yeah. Whereas Facebook ads, you can target your audience, but I might be doing a, a Facebook ad and it might pop up on your feed because you're interested in fitness. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm not going to get you as a client. So yeah. that's just wasting my money. And, and Facebook ads... I think you really need to get a professional person that does that now because they're constantly changing. Yeah. They are very powerful. But the I personally the way it works. Oh, yeah. I've got I just wasted money on them. Yeah. Um so for me, and this is what we we're, we're talking about as well, you find you need to find one that works best for you, all right? And then I, I just solely focus on that. And I, I spend quite a bit of money on my Google ads simply because you've got to spend money to make money. Right, if I'm not at the top of those search charts, they're going to find someone else in the local area that is, and you lose that client. So in areas now where, obviously, fitness is such a booming industry, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've got to be able to get those leads. Yeah. And to get those leads in my areas, it costs quite a bit, yeah. but then it's also rewarded for getting larger numbers of clients. Yeah. So that's my biggest thing. Find out what works for you, invest in one, um, and stick to that. But yeah, it's a trial and error thing, as we mentioned. Do you feel like some of the flyers and stuff and the Facebook stuff you put up, do you feel like, because that was back when you were sort of started yeah, and, yep. and you've learned more about marketing, do you feel like with what you know about marketing and writing sales copy that they could be more successful now? Or? Oh, they, do you know what? I, I, I wouldn't even check. I wouldn't, yeah. even, I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't even waste my time doing that. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Because it's so simple now you can think about things. There's Google. How often do people look in their mailbox and go, oh, yeah, that's what I was looking mm-hmm. for? Or there's a poster. So getting... When people want something, they get it straight away. Everyone's got a smartphone. Yeah. Everyone's got an iPad. Everyone's got a computer. Uh-huh. They don't wait for something in the mail now or anything like that. Rather than just waiting for the odd chance that, that someone walks come. into a cafe exactly and it's like, right. oh, yeah, I was looking for a boot camp. <laughs> so the money I spend on getting my graphic my graphic designer to make the flies, printing yeah. them, uh-huh. getting taking them around the time, uh-huh. getting a coffee shop that I even want them in there. Yeah. So you think about all that wasted time, whereas uh-huh. I've set up really good Google Ads now, uh-huh. you know, and I've got it, someone that manages for me and makes sure up the top my words are all spot on, mm-hmm. you know, and he tells me the best time of the day for me to have yeah. them going so I think my ads run on a Tuesday a Thursday and a Sunday mm-hmm. because that's when huh. majority of the people are searching for the areas that I'm in so I think that's and that's I think the big thing there is that you've gotten help with oh, it as well I, yeah. I wouldn't know the first thing I don't, well, I don't know how to make a website I don't know how to make an app I don't know how to do any of this stuff that but you've done there's, a lot yes, of that yes I have done that <laughs> I haven't done it but, yeah, I mean, but it you, goes under my name yeah, yeah, yes yeah. because I get people to do that for me that's their specialty yeah. it's like people come to yourself and myself to get fit or to get healthier or to lose weight yeah. or feel better about themselves that's yeah. what we specialise in mm-hmm. so they come to us for that whereas I get other people that specialise in things to do those tasks for me mm. so yeah I even though I'd probably make better flyers now than what I did I'd be able to target audiences and I've got a clearer Mm-hmm. idea of my target audience I wouldn't even bother doing it yeah yeah 
But that that's not everybody else. You yeah. Know? And I, I've only been able to come to this realization because I've tried all those things. Yeah, yeah. You've got to try everything. Yeah, you do. Because I... And it might change now. I mean, this was... How many years ago? Two, seven, six, six or seven six. years ago, maybe. All right, yeah. When I was putting up flyers around the place. Um, and that I had a really interesting experience. The reason I asked about whether the copy matters is because the first one, I spent a lot of time doing um, using copy that... Like, I, I read some good stuff on marketing and it was like, this is how you write headlines. You know, okay. this is like talk about like features and benefits and stuff like that yeah. and I was like okay alright and I just like followed this thing and wrote this thing and you know like guerrilla marketed stuck it up on all the power poles around, oh, right. around yeah. the thing with yeah, little cool. tear off things yep. and I got like eight clients from that at the start which was like pretty awesome just people I didn't even know um, so I did it again a few weeks later and this time I was like I'm up and running now I'll make the fly look a bit nicer I'll um, you know I got it I'd even read like print your stuff on yellow paper and how like that stands out really yeah and so i'd like go into office works and got it printed and, yeah and the second time around i was like i'll just print it myself you know make it look a bit nicer i'll include some information about me because you know people want to know who they're training i got nothing on no. the second time around that could be due to saturation but i think it was also because the second time i tried to make the flyer look pretty yeah i tried to make it look professional and there really is something for with marketing like making your stuff look ugly um, really? That, yeah. Like, never get a graphic designer to do a flyer for you. Really? Yeah. Well, that could have been yeah. why someone... Mine look... <laughs> because... You should see some of mine. They are amazing. Yeah. But think They're of how best. often people see amazing looking graphics and yeah. they just tune it out. But you see a piece of paper, a yellow piece of paper, a white piece of paper with just like writing on it and you're like, oh, someone like lost their cat or something or... <laughs> I never thought like, of that. And you'll read it. Um, so that's like a little guerrilla marketing tactic if you are putting... It's just getting started and putting, yeah. you know, you just need something cheap because it doesn't cost well, it's anything. It's cheap and it's obviously effective. Um, and you need to get it up. Uh, read up a little bit around how to write a good headline um, and then so that you can catch people's attention. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then have a go at that. Um, it all it'll cost you is whatever it costs, you know, to print a bit of time, time to print. Yeah. And, and just except you're putting your phone number out there on the power holes and stuff. Yeah, and, but a lot of time, yeah, like, you're putting yeah. your phone number out anyway, you yeah. know. That's yeah. so, yeah. So, wow. yeah, that's um, is that what you were meaning before? Like, because I, yeah, yeah, I thought mine were pretty good, you know. Yeah, I, I've always had a graphic design, they look sharp, yeah, sometimes good, but they're probably too sharp. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta find that balance. The yeah. same thing, like, we do a lot of online selling, and like, ugly, ugly sales pages still sell better, but for me, that doesn't align with like my brand, and, yeah, and what you want. And, you don't want to align with that junk, yeah. So, yeah. I'm happy to take less sales in exchange for. Um, my brand looking more like yep. better quality um, yeah so but for if you're putting just flyers up like yeah just something simple if you're putting them on community notice boards things like that um, yeah just just keep it simple um, use use really easy to read fonts don't in, you don't need to include a lot of writing nah, on it less is better just, normally just yeah enough to get people to feel like calling you uh, well, that's what you want. You want that lead, don't you? Mm-hmm. That's all you want them to do is be interested enough to call you, and then you get them down for a free trial, or you yeah. you extend. You can not sell it, but you know it's a lot more powerful coming from you than reading a blurb. Uh-huh. They probably like they'll start reading. Oh, I'm not interested now. Yeah, you want them to ring you or email you or or come for a trial. Yeah, 
That's the goal with marketing. Yeah. Mm. Very good. I've never heard of that before. So there you go. I'll probably <laughs> read into that. That's like that is like old school. Um, I mean, that's like that's like a direct. What are they called? Direct mark. Direct marketing sales. Something like that. Which which was like based off when people yeah used to mail yeah. just random people yep. selling them some product. So like the roots of this are in kind of like shady, not shady, but like you know kind of infomercial style stuff but you know it's useful to like understand why that stuff works so that you can apply it to your business in a way that um that fits with like your values yeah, and, yeah. and your alignment and, and i yeah in terms of like having a poster that looks ugly versus <laughs> having the exact same content on one that looks pretty it's yeah. like i'm not hurting anyone by making my poster ugly um and i'm not i'm still not like one thing I'd like to talk about in this episode is kind of people people kind of want to give you permission to market to them. Like people don't like being marketed to un- without their permission. Think about like when you're walking through the shops uh, and that I can't, that person I, I can't from World Vision comes I'm up to you. A very, I'm a very holds this photo warm off of this person. Kid. I can't stand it. I know, and I always like try and be friendly uh, not and there's to just I can't, like desperation in their eyes uh, and how's that it? I shouldn't be allowed I don't I don't uh, want that I guess that. it still makes money well that's how I think Facebook ads are things pop yeah. up on your yeah, on your wall exactly. that you don't want and yeah, so you didn't not, get permission 100% I don't want that there. yeah I yeah. want to know that my mate's just yeah. gone for a run uh-huh. <laughs> so I think yeah I think that's really like really important um, and if you are then going to use something like Facebook or something like that, it needs to come across that you're not marketing to them. Perhaps you're you're giving them something, or yeah. you're, there's some sort of like no strings attached. Like I'm actually want I actually want to help you with this yeah. thing, and and here's a way I you know you can I can help you. So they feel like they need it, or they it's their idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah I uh-huh. I totally agree. Uh-huh. I think yeah. So we get back to that in a minute, and I, and I think. The biggest and the best marketing thing you do is word of mouth. But yep. the only way you get good word of mouth comes from what we spoke about last episode, so um, building community. So if you can build a good community, you have fun sessions, people love coming, mm-hmm. you'll have your number one marketing in word of mouth. Yep. So if you get word of mouth flying, like mm-hmm. really good, and then you also have, I don't know, if, if you want to go Facebook or Flyers or Mail Drops or Google Ads, yep. you have two powerful avenues. You know, you will constantly get an in-stream, an influx of new clients, all right? So um, that's that's my biggest advice, but you only get good word of mouth by creating or building a really good community. Yep. So if you haven't listened to last episode, do yourself a favor, pause now, go listen to um, season two, episode one. Uh, it'll change your life. <laughs> Um, change, I don't know. At least change your boot camp. Well, I might give you a few more clients. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you want to... I've just got one more point before you can go and speak a little bit out. Uh, so uh, my oh, fo- yeah. my final point, and um, this is one you can have a little think about now. Are you a spammer? All right. And I know if you're running a boot camp and you probably don't have a Facebook page or an Instagram account for your boot camp, I'd strongly recommend getting one because it is free advertising and it's a really good avenue for you to market what you were doing. 
mm-hmm. you know, a good channel for you to show pictures of your group or do updates on clients or workouts they can do at home, things they can be eating, recipes, anything you like. People like different things like that. But are you a spammer is what I want to talk about. Do you go overboard? Are you constantly posting stuff? I know when I first started this podcast, I was posting something every day and I thought that was a really good way of getting clients and things like that. Whereas what I really what I found out was that people got sick of this constant stuff and they weren't actually looking at it because there's too much of it. So I've toned that down now. I might do one or two a week, mm-hmm. right? And it's really relieved a lot of stress for me because I was always thinking, oh, what can I post today? Doing daily stuff. You know, yeah. and um, I know we'll talk about in our next coming up episodes, like what hashtags to use to gain clients in your area, um, what time of day to post, mm-hmm. um, and a few more things like that. But um, yeah, just think about, are you a spammer? Are you constantly posting the same thing? Like you're always trying to sell people or you know get yeah, people yeah. on board. You, people don't want that. People want to actually look at your Facebook page or your Instagram account or Twitter or whatever you're doing, all right? They, they want to look at that and go, oh, that's that's offering some sort of good value, all right? Mm-hmm. I can use that. I can use that. And after a while, people are like, oh, well, this is great. It must be a really good boot camp. I want to get involved. Mm-hmm. All right? That's how you can use it in a real positive way. Yeah, if you go on the page and it's just like lists <laughs> of like deals, like cut price programs and stuff like that, then you're going to be like, oh, these guys mustn't have many clients if they're like constantly it's running sales. Logging sales yeah. all the time. Yeah, people, people are smart now. Yeah, so yeah. maybe maybe have a look at, at your pages if you do have them and yeah. think about, are you a spammer? Uh-huh. Instead of selling, provide a service, provide good quality content, yep. and then that will translate in sales because you're not being a desperado. Mm-hmm. That was my five points, Kyle, and I feel like I've talked a lot here. Um, yeah, no, but it's been really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, you, you've kind of got the active boot camp that you've built yourself, so it's really good to hear you talk about, like, share what's worked for you. Yeah, and and as we always say, like, that's worked for me. It's not going to work for other people. And I know, yeah. like, last year when we were running our workshops, it was really interesting uh-huh. talk about how people go out marketing and, you know, people from small communities yeah, to yeah. large cities. And, like, it's completely different. Yeah. Everyone's marketing. Yeah. You know? Um, like, and in, a, in a small town, Google probably wouldn't you, be you that would, great. You wouldn't it's waste all, money on Google. Wanna, it's all about who knowing you know? the guy who, you know, works at the pub. Yeah. Knowing the person who, knowing the hairdresser. And yeah. Knowing, yeah. Yep. Like, because it's cause word of mouth. 100% it is. Yeah. You know? And, and so, when we were having these workshops, so we were talking about what we do and I just explained and told them sort of a little figure of how much I spend a month on my Google ads and things like that and people couldn't believe it that yeah. I suppose in a big city because nobody knows me yeah. you know that that is what you need to do yeah. so that's what I mean go back find out what marketing works for you in your community mm-hmm. you know and, and channel that mm-hmm. yeah. so um, did you want to touch on those final points you had about the TED talk and um, and things like that because it's very interesting well even about the marketing stuff going from one country to another like when I lived in the US it's definitely um, it's a lot noisier there with marketing so marketing tends to be more in your face and I almost feel like living there you come to expect it and you come to trust the companies who are the loudest which is a weird (laughs) mindset whereas here in Australia people are very wary of that they they don't want to feel like they're being pushed into buying something um so a much more kind of like laid back approach yeah uh and letting people come to you in their own time be aware of you or come to you in their own time uh it's that's kind of on the side in terms of spamming you kind of yeah want to err on the side of like 
being less spammy or like letting go of clients who aren't quite ready to join you yet and just giving them a positive experience with you even if they haven't trained with you yet. Uh, whereas it's easy to give a negative experience if you're like forcing sales or email, you know, you get that email and then you're like plugging them with email, selling them stuff every week. Um, which does bring me to, uh, I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned Simon Sinek before. He's got a, last episode we talked about a TED Talk. Here you've got another TED Talk you can watch, um, which is Simon Sinek's talk on TED. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's all about, um, I think it's called Start With Why. Well, that was the name of his book. And, oh, uh, I remember it. You've yeah, done I, I read we, the book. And we it was speak like, a lot about this and the, the awesome. why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, now I know who you're yeah, yeah. Sorry. So um, <laughs> one thing which Simon talks about in terms of marketing is, um, you know, the difference between like gimmicky sort of short-sighted marketing stuff, which will work for you, um, versus doing something, you know, building like a, a slower building but trustworthy business. Yep. And I think most of the people who are attracted to us because just like our boot camp attracts people similar to us, I think most people listening to this, they're the people who want to build those like trustworthy businesses. Yeah. No gimmicks. That's how they've found us. So I'm thinking most people listening to this. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. But just to highlight what's gimmicky stuff. So like, um, yeah, having like a ridiculously low boot camp rate or like letting people lock in for like a low thing, um, using like Groupon and stuff like that. They were massive when they came out. You know why no boot camps use them anymore? Because they're horrible at getting you really good yeah. clients. You get people they're, that want a cheap thing, and yeah. when that runs out, they're gone. Yeah, so it's actually really harmful to your business because you can get an influx of like I've heard of, I heard of group fitness businesses getting like a hundred clients from these Groupons, having to put on extra sessions, hire extra trainers, and then none for the month. You know, losing a ton of money, and yeah. then all the people are gone onto the next Groupon thing afterwards. So yeah, really. Um, so that's that short-sighted stuff and it can seem awesome because you do that you're like sweet I've got a hundred new clients you do get an influx of cash you know initially like that's coming in Uh, (laughs) but then you find yourself having to do something again the next month just to you know stay afloat keep that going yeah and it's uh, Simon Sinek refers to it as like the heroine of business which is like these gimmicky sales tactics because you do it once and then you have to do it again. You have to do it again. You have to do it again. Yep. Great example he uses about how this stuff can seem amazing, but not be that great is um, everyone, <laughs> everyone laughs about, you know, like Oprah, like you can have this, you can have, you can have that. And everyone remembers like Oprah gave away a car to each of her, yeah. each of the people who came the audience. to, yeah, to yeah. the audience. Crazy. Like, you know, 300 cars or whatever. How yeah. many people come and sit in an audience? Who can tell me what car manufacturer that was? No one remembers. Everyone remembers Oprah gave away cars. Yep. She's awesome. No one remembers what car manufacturer spent, you know, millions of dollars to do that. Cars, cars they probably had to pay Oprah to have the cars. Yeah. I mean, it would, yeah, it would have been crazy amounts. <laughs> um, so that's like a, a thing of a gimmicky marketing tactic, which has not really helped them at all. So, because um, no one remembers who it was that actually gave away the car. It doesn't make you even really want to buy the car if someone got it for free. I'd be like, oh, those cars are obviously worth nothing because yeah, yeah, someone yeah. got it for free. Um, so, sticking with your more trust building, like, you know, focusing on building community, focusing on being a trustworthy part of your larger community, community as well. You know, it's not like, oh, that's that fitness guy who's always like, 
you know, like spamming the <laughs> the local group Facebook groups yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, or who's like always emailing me or asking for my email address or um, trying to get me in on a free trial. Like, you know, you want to be the the business. That, you want people to come to you. Yeah. You want people to ask you, oh, what do you offer? Mm-hmm. What What's this thing? Uh-huh. You know? So that's where you've got to create that interest, that hype uh-huh. in and, a trustworthy way, like you're mentioning. And no... And that's where you got to know what you stand for. Yep. Because then other people, they'll come to your business, they'll see what you stand for. They'll be like, great, I, I immediately understand what this business is about and this fits, feels good to be a part of this business because it fits with what I feel like I'm about. And there you go. There's like match made in heaven. Hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's the final thing we want to leave with before we wrap up this marketing stuff is you know that one, it's going to require trial and error. Um, Big time. Don't, don't believe people who are selling you marketing guys Online that courses. are going like, that, that promise to give you step-by-step. Step. By all means, get online courses, get um, get help, hire help from other people like you have with yep. your Google Ads to learn and educate yourself about the different ways to market. It's like an awesome skill to have, uh, but also learn about, um, you know, checking with your gut, checking does it align with your business, about with what you're about when you before you try like a marketing thing and yeah reiterating what you said once you find something that works you you don't need to test for a while it's a good (laughs) thing like keep going with it keep it going for as long as as you can um just make sure it's not uh, an injection of heroin (laughs) (laughs) and that it's like a good healthy uh steak and salad (laughs) sort of for your business (laughs) (laughs) i like it (laughs) Uh, oh, sorry, or um, a, like a tofu and oh, lentil. Uh, tofu <laughs> lentil thing. Some beans. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> we might end it up there. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, thanks Episode for Episode two, season two done. Yeah. Thanks, Cole. Hey there, Kyle here again. I just wanted to take a moment here at the end of the episode to thank you for listening. It means a lot to Dale and I that uh, trainers like yourself listen into the podcast and enjoy it and find it useful. I mean, that's why we do this. Also, if this is your first time listening and you haven't subscribed yet and you'd like to listen to more episodes, go ahead and hit subscribe in your app uh, or if you're on the website there, head to the subscribe section and you can subscribe by email as well. If you are listening in the app and you want to see it, read the show notes for this episode, head to trainerstribe.com for all of that info. Thanks again and bye for now.